0: Ready to get the inside scoop on equity funding? Tune in to TDJ Equity Funding Insider's podcast for an in-depth look at what it takes to access financial capital and maximize your investments. Hear from experienced professionals, including bankers, underwriters, loan officers, and industry experts as they share their unfiltered stories and valuable lessons on securing funds.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to TDJ Equity Funding Insiders Podcast. I'm Jacqueline Jackson, your co-host for today. And today we have another co-host guest, which is Desiree Williams. She's a building inspector from Nevada. What we found out, and I feel as loan brokers, is that a lot of time people are not prepared to really go after funding. So what we do is try to bring people in that can add some insight that can actually help us get in funding better. But today we have a special guest because she's actually talking about the property itself and what you need to do as far as when you looking at it to be inspected. When you're looking for it to be inspected, you have some things that you need to look out, look as well as a potential buyer or the rehabber, basically what that is. So if we could, let's welcome our guest today, Desiree Williams, to our show. Welcome to our show, Desiree. We appreciate you being here today.
0: Hi, thank you for having
1: me. I am enjoying being here. I love sharing the information. And I know from time that we've talked and spoke before, you have a lot of information. So let's start out today with your discussing one. Tell us about yourself and then tell us about what you actually do as well.
0: I um, am a building inspector, regional building inspector for a major um, investment company right now. So I do a lot of the West Dallas area, actually the whole Texas, Denver, Salt Lake, and I do venture into the East Coast and the central markets as well, just so I can expand my knowledge. Um, I've been a building inspector. I got my degree as a building inspector out here at college. So mm-hmm. I do that. I'm also BPI certified for energy sustainability. And I also am infrared certified, so I could look at different mechanical devices to see if something is going to fail, like fuses, motors, and things of that nature. So I have been dibbling and dabbling in inspection and every area in inspection for the last 20 years.
1: Twenty years, so you come to us with a lot of experience, and so what we want on this show today is actually we talk to business owners and real estate investors. So I know yours is going to be your topic today It'll be more catered to all our real estate investors that are looking at purchasing homes, as well as we have uh, an audience of people that are looking at to buy and purchase homes as well for themselves. So that's why our team was really excited about you coming on today because you can actually get some insight. So with that said, let's start off with our first questions that we. We have, which is with your association with the funding industry, because you actually help people to purchase things or, or whatever, however, we're asking you, how does your expertise help with people getting funding and why does your expertise help?
0: It helps with getting funding because when you're looking at a property, you at least know your price point. And when you're going in to do an inspection on a home or to look at the house, you will know if that house is actually going to be feasible for you or if there's some things that you can deal with and you can use those as bargaining tools for the price of that house and you can negotiate the price on the house. So you need to know what you're looking at so you can actually know how to negotiate when you're going to lending or if you're talking to um a, a realtor or if you're talking even to an adjuster, they at least know that you know what you're talking about. So they don't try to give you the 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 you know the little off one off and think that you don't know. If when you actually know what you're speaking about, they actually talk to you like you understand what you're speaking about and actually give you more information than giving you less.
1: Okay. So Tell us, what is it that I should look at if I want to purchase a house? What are some things as building inspectors, as as I inspect, I know we're not building inspectors, you guys are, but as a buyer, what is it that I need to be looking for when I get ready to purchase property? What are some of the main things you see that I need to watch for?
0: One, you want to look for location. You want to make sure that you're in the right location, depending on the walkability, if that's important to you as far as schools um shopping areas, things of that nature that's close to you there. You also want to look at the roofing. The roofing on the house is really important because those are high ticket items. So a lot of the high ticket items are really what you want to focus on, which is for Dallas and Texas area, the foundation is really big out there because of the fact okay. that the soil is so soft. You want to really check the foundation. You want to check the roof. You want to check your assets, which I call your HVAC system, the condenser, the air handler. You want to check the water heater and you also want to check the appliances inside the home. But definitely the foundation is the big one. It's a big ticket item. A lot of people kind of Slide that through, but you could spend anywhere from 10 to 40,000 just to fix the foundation. So you want to look at that as well as the roofing that can anywhere run you from eight to 12,000, or even more, just, to, just for your roofing. So if your roof is damaged, your foundation is damaged, you really are looking at a really high ticket item without even getting inside the house to see if it needs paint, flooring. If you're looking at the kitchens and bathrooms or your high ticket dollar items, does it have water damage? What are you actually replacing? Is the plumbing bad? Um, And you're messing with the foundation. You're actually going to be messing with the plumbing, depending on what kind of plumbing it is on the age of the house. So the age of the house is the first thing you want to look at to see if it's something that you want to get into.
1: Okay, as well, basically. So if we're looking at, let's say this, and I know from us having experience with real estate investors too, and you know this as well, that- one thing a lot of people think sometimes they may bypass the process of having it professionally inspected. Okay. We do run across where people think, oh, I can just go in there and let me just see what I think and feel it and go from there. Now, what we want to tell you, because we want to give you the best information, is that having a building inspector is something we see that's really important that covers you. And it covers the deal as itself, basically does. But what's important that is some things that I think that's what you were saying early. You need to notice yourself. You need to look for things yourself. So like you said, the foundation. So how is it I go in and I look at a house and can tell just by looking, besides I'm going to read it on a report when because I'm going to get an inspector. But what are some things that give you indication that something's wrong with that uh, foundation that stands are- out?
0: If you walk around the outside of the house, you'll start seeing at the the footing of the house, you'll start seeing cracking. If you Mm. see horizontal cracking, that's really bad um, because it's shifting and it's breaking from the foundation itself. But if you see the vertical cracking, there's different types of cracking. You have stair-step cracking that goes up through the brick veneer on the houses. But if it's breaking directly through the bricks, which the crack is going through the middle of the bricks, mm. that's an indication it's a foundation issue. And then you wanna see what is the width of the crack? Is it a really fine crack or is it a crack that you could stick a quarter in? Mm. you're sticking quarters in a crack like that, that's a problem. So that's your first indication. Your second indication, you're gonna go in the house and you wanna look at the doors and the windows, do they have vertical cracking from the corners of the doors and the windows? If so, that's an issue you want to carry a ball with you, set the ball on the floor, see if the ball rolls towards one direction or another. Then you know that the, the foundation is really bad because now the house is starting to sink in areas. And then you'll also see the foundation cracking under the flooring if you took the flooring up. But your key indicators is going to be outside of the house and you want to go inside the house and look at the doors and the windows do the doors close all the way? Sometimes the doors mm-hmm. won't close. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they close by themselves because of the the gravity is going to pull the door closed because of the sinking in whatever area it's going of the house. So those are areas that you want to look forward to make sure um, for foundation issues or cracking. If it's really bad, you're going to see that.
1: And, you know, just you saying that, I hadn't thought about it. So basically you said, because, you know, you go look at the house, they have all the doors open and everything looking like. I have never thought about pulling each door closed just right. to see how that. And I mean, that's smart. So it's things that we can do as consumers. We don't have to have the professionalism for us, the license or whatever is as the builder. But it's some things we can come in and do ourselves, which I think, like you said, the ball. So if you're looking at houses or looking at property, take a ball, which you say like a tennis ball or something like that it could be any ball smooth rolling ball tennis ball it could be like those little blue balls
0: i forgot what they call them with the, which game it's for but okay. just get you a ball and then it could be a it could be a it could be just like a kickball or anything like right. you just want to set it on the floor and see if it just starts to roll in one direction by itself
1: Because it's not supposed to roll, right? That's what you're saying. No, it's not supposed to
0: roll. (laughs) You you don't want it rolling and then start hitting walls because it's rolling like that. It's like, okay, you know what? There's a problem over here. Whatever direction the ball is rolling, look at the windows and doors in that area or close to that area because that's going to be the side of the house that's going to actually give you that
1: indication. Right. That's that problem. And and I know you're right. It is money. I've had it where we have investors. When you go into a property and everything is good and you find out later that there's a big foundation problem. And when I tell you eating up your budget instantly. Because you have to take care of it. I mean, because you're going to have inspection. So you're stuck with it and you're the one that got to repair it. So that's where it's really important, even to do those preliminaries uh, that you have, whether you're a homeowner or a real estate investor, you're still going to be responsible. I'm correct. We still going to that be responsible for it. So okay. now if
0: you're purchasing in the West, and I'm not talking about California West, like Arizona, Nevada, mm-hmm. um, one of those states, they don't have foundation issues. So because oh. the ground is a lot harder. And it's not it doesn't rain a lot out in those areas. So you don't have those foundation issues. Okay. So just keep that in mind, too. If you're purchasing and you're looking for rental properties that you want to have with less issues, you got to want to look at either a newer house in the Midwest and like the East Coast. But if you're coming to the West Coast, you won't have those issues unless you hit California.
1: Right. And on that, let's say something, because I know you and I have talked before. There's one thing that's important about people purchasing property in different cities that they're not familiar with you had mentioned i definitely want you to talk on it where you have the areas are different as far as how they affect the homes and i think you said you need to figure out how that is affecting that home what's going on in that area am i correct so if you could talk a little bit more like that i definitely think that's something good our listeners should hear
0: okay so like let's say you're purchasing in arizona nevada they don't use um veneer they don't use like the brick veneer. They don't use siding. They don't use like shingles as much. They use tile, roofing, and then they use stucco. And okay. you want to watch the stucco because a lot of times when the builders are building in those areas like that and they're, they're tacking in or nailing in the stucco, the chicken wire and the foam for the stucco, they also hit pipes. So you yeah. have the PEX or yeah. the PVC and they're hitting those pipes. It's going to cause a little water leak. Or you have those leaks in your wall and you won't find out till years later. And that's something that is really hard to look for. And you really can't just like check for it. But you want to look at the stucco to see if it's changing different colors. You could tell that underneath it, it's wet. If you're looking on the other side of the wall, you might see a little discoloration in the paint, which Mm -hmm. then it also is the indication that something is wet behind that wall.
1: Oh, wow. So let me ask you this. Will I get that on my report from my builder inspector, you think, from the home inspector? Would I, Would that be something we will see? No, it won't be. It will be. It
0: depends on the home <laughs> inspector. All of them are different. I've actually <laughs> hired some home inspectors to do due diligence inspections, which uh-huh. is for investors. Okay. Um, There are two different types of inspections. You have a home inspector, which pretty much they're going to be siding with the realtor and broker to make sure that they can sell the house. So, they may not disclose every single thing to you because if they do too much, you may not purchase the house and they lose the sale.
1: Or, I want a discount. I want more. Or take you want money. A discount. Right. Right.
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you're out there and, you, and you're an investor, like most of you are, you get a due diligence inspector. The due diligence inspector is going to go, they want to tear that house up to find every inconsistency or something wrong with that house to make sure you know everything or even commercial property. You want to know everything that's wrong with the property so you'll know how much money you need to invest. It's not even going to be just as far as, far as you going in to do the improvement or the tenant improvement, the TI on it mm-hmm. or the remodel on it. Mm-hmm. You want to know before you start renovations, this is my renovation cost, but you don't want to have a lot of unforeseen where they missed a lot of things because now that's going to not only eat up your budget, but now you got to try to figure out how to flip this house if you're going to flip it or get rid of it you got to figure out how to flip it and still make a profit and if you're going to have a tenant in there what are those tenants going to be complaining about right once they get in that house because if they have a lot of maintenance issues and complaints you're going to actually lose your tenants and you want the longevity of your tenants to be in those properties they don't want them there for for one lease term you want them there for multiple terms you want them there for the long term
1: Okay, so we definitely want to do that. So if we're looking in different areas, where could I go and ask the questions about the climax, I guess, or the environment of where I can tell? Like, like I'm here in Texas and I know you're in Nevada, but I want to buy a house in California. I might want to check to see how that, you know, how the houses are and what they go by compared to Florida. Where would I go to find that out? You can Google it. Google I mean it. it's public okay. information,
0: right? You can go and you could Google the areas. I've done a lot of searches on California because I was going to move to California at one point in time. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of information on YouTube that you can get um just Googling it. And so what do
1: we what do we say when you say Google it, what what do I say to Google to get it started? What do you say? Put suggest? in there
0: like where's the I like I would do a search of just a random search on What is the best areas to buy in California? What are the most issues with houses in California? What should I look out for for house home purchases in California? So when you start looking for California home purchases issues, it's going to do an algorithm on there to give you like a lot of the issues that they've been having in that area.
1: Okay. So we can do a lot of homework or due diligence before as well as having inspectors, which I think like I knew home buyers and, and you and I again have talked about this, that, when people are new home, they're only looking at what's good about everything. I'm going to give me a house. I'm going to give me a house. And they don't understand once you get that house, whatever problems it have, you have merit, those problems, and they are yours. So that's something I think what you're saying, and we want our people that, that's actually looking at getting homes or those who probably already have them to for your next one, that you actually take a pay attention to at, especially as investors, right? They need to pay attention yes. to that.
0: Because even new houses have issues. Uh-oh. And the reason why they're having issues is because of the fact that the, the, the employment market is a little sketchy. Okay. So there's not a lot of people working. So their crews are thin. And they're still pushing because they right. buy these houses. They buy the land for those houses four years out. So they have to finish those houses because of the utility easements. They have to finish them. Wow. So a lot of them, they're putting them up super quick. I've seen a lot of it in um, Dallas of San Antonio, Houston, Austin even, okay. where they are actually brand new houses with issues. Nevada, I've seen issues out here. Matter of fact, um, a friend of mine, she didn't get an inspector and I was traveling. I travel like almost like every week. So right. she I wasn't here available for her, but she ended up having a can in her plumbing for her washer. So when she actually started the washer, it backed up and flooded her downstairs of her brand new townhouse.
1: Oh my goodness. So, a can.
0: A can was in the plumbing, and she didn't know. So she went in, and you get excited when you get a new house. You're like, "I got a brand new house; it's mine. I can do all (laughs) these things to it." But I've actually walked in brand new houses where the walls were messed up and needed to be fixed, where the cabinets were swinging on the the, on the wall, they're loose. They didn't have everything put in. They didn't complete the plumbing, or they didn't have the inspections. And when you're going for a new house, you want to make sure that they have those inspections completed before you actually do your orientation for your house. Once you do the home orientation where they can explain the house to you, go and tear that house up, go and move stuff, open windows. I've had (laughs) houses, brand new houses where I've had to have the builder change out the windows because the seals were broken. I've had to change out brand new doors because they were cracked. And all you could do is you could take a door handle and shake the door. And you can feel the difference between a door with no issues and then a door with issues. So you don't oh, wow. have to be a genius to like check the doors and the windows and things like that. But those are issues.
1: So basically when you say like on shaking a door, if I shake the door and what it moves, that's a problem or what I'm looking for.
0: You're going to feel it feels odd. Like I, I, understand, I know how it feels because I've been doing it so much. But when you right. shake the door, it feels like something is loose or it doesn't feel like it's a solid door. Okay. Okay. So, but when you when you take a regular door and you just wobble it and kind of shake the door by the handle and just move it back and forth, like open close, open close, like move it really fast back and forth. Okay. If it feels solid, you're going to know the difference. And when it doesn't feel that way, you really going to know that something is wrong with the door.
1: Okay. I got you. And that is some wonderful advice because we have people that are beginning out to be real estate investors and, and these are little bitty things they don't look at, but you know, to actually replace all the doors and a window in a house, that's a budget that if it you is don't, budget. right. And if you don't already have that budgeted, <laughs> It's hard. It's very, very hard to do. So that's why we were so excited about you coming to our show because you are a builder inspector and these are the small things people don't think about even when they're purchasing their home for themselves or they doing it as investment property. They don't look at all of that. Now, something you mentioned to us before where you talked about. I guess is the kickboard. You say some simple, again, something simple we can do. So we want to know what is that when you say do the kickboard, you call it something, but I definitely want to talk about kick.
0: that. <laughs> it's a toe kick. It's basically the, the four inch trim that's under the cabinets to hold the cabinets off of the floor.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So usually when you have water damage, water runs down because of gravity smoke runs up. So I always tell like all of my inspectors, I have a team of 17 inspectors, um, that I manage. And I always tell them, you need to look up because smoke rises. You can see when nails pop. And when you have a nail pop pop through the paint, it's like a little pimple or bubble, like a little bump in the paint. Mm. You'll see that nails popped, which means it got hot enough. The nails kind of popped through the paint. Um, And if you were looking down low enough, you can see where water ran down. The toe kicks will get messed up. The side of the cabinets are messed up. Look inside the cabinets. Always look inside the cabinets under the sink. Close to the dishwasher, and that's where your
1: damages are actually going to be at. Right now, you know, I've noticed some home that we looked at for as our real estate investing company that it actually had like mildew under the sink. We could smell it mildewy, and then you know my contractor, of course, he said there's a leak somewhere, been a leak somewhere, you know. And then
0: you usually have microbial growth, which is mold that people don't like to say, so we
1: usually use microbial growth. Right. And it's going to be in the wall, but you got to take the cabinets off to even get to it and fix it. Wow! Right? See, and that that that's money. That's money. So basically, that's what we're saying. Okay. So let me ask you this then. So with us talking about the inspection, how important it is, what would be your top inspection advice you can give to our listeners? What would be one of your top? My one top is look
0: for DIY and um, home additions because everybody is out there watching every social media channel that there is and coming up with all kind of DIY do-it-yourself um, projects in their home and everybody don't know what they're doing. Okay. They want to know what they're
1: doing. I wonder what you're going to say that part. Okay.
0: Everybody don't know what they're doing. They I've had, actually, I went and walked the house last week and I noticed about 24 different light can lights oh. that I knew didn't come with the house. Because of a, a couple of different reasons. I don't gonna get into it because you actually have to see the pictures, but they have so much additional electrical in that house. So I went to the service panel, opened up the electrical panel, and looked in it. They didn't add any new fuses, which means they actually tied them in to electrical less close to wherever wow. they were tying it in at, which that can be a fire hazard. It can be an overload. It can, you know, pop your breakers and it keeps tripping your breakers. You have a lot of electrical issues. And the last thing you want is to have to spend $10,000 for an ibuprofen for an electrician to come and figure out what somebody did wrong in that house. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 they, that's the one thing, man, electric, electricians hate that. Plumbers, you want to look at the plumbing also. Look at the angle stops, which are under the sink, where you, you could turn the water on and off to get to any faucet or the toilet. Okay. Sometimes they have them. some that look like a circle, and they call it push-pull, because okay. you push it in I've or pull it, it out. Those actually, if you have those in your house, I suggest, especially for an investment property, just change them out because they, those are more susceptible to leaking than the quarter turns, which are the ones that look like a, a, a like an oval shape and you could turn it halfway and then turn it back to turn it on and off. Right. You want those because those are a lot on more secure right. and create less leaks okay when it comes
1: to water no so that's a great suggestion that you're giving everyone you know for their homes to actually look at that and upgrade that if they need to and it's something that's a small amount compared to what it could turn into if you don't do it if i'm correct Exactly. So so that's what we want to do. So basically what we're saying like today and we're so good that we'll be offering suggestions from our inspectors, our building inspector yourself that'll be basically in our Facebook group because TDJ equity funding insiders have a Facebook group and we put information in there as well as ask questions, answer questions that people have as well. So we definitely want to invite our listeners to go there and we'll get more information from Desiree to actually let us know some tips that we could actually have. So we'll try to give those to them as well, because again, you're out here and people think they're by themselves and they're not. Cause when you come to buy your home, you have the realtor that works for the buyer. You have the realtor that works for you, you know, or the seller, and sometimes they may not look out for you. So we try to give people information where you can look out for yourself. And that's what I want to appreciate you coming in. So to wrap everything up, if you would, what is, um, something that you definitely would like to say, some advice that you'd like to give everybody uh, on the conclusion of our show today.
0: Make sure that if you don't know, just research it. It is so much information out there. Take your emotions and show up your emotions because you can get emotionally attached to the newness of something that's coming or the fact that I'm an investor and I'm doing all these things and you're feeling great about it and you wanna go and purchase a lot of houses. And that's great. But you really want to just remove your emotions and look at what you're doing. And I know you did mention commercial. The biggest thing of commercial you want to make sure that's there is the fire stop and the fire cocking. Because okay. if somebody else's unit catches on fire and it's not, you know, the fire cocking and, and the, um, the fire dampers and all that is not up to code and something is wrong with it, you're going to actually create a loss of your own. You know, right. you don't want to do that. You want to protect yourself, your building, your 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 space from everybody else's space. Right. When you're right. when you're talking about commercially, you want to make sure you're looking at all the like the HVACs, the structurals. You want to look at all of those things in commercial, but also in residential, you want to look at the structural too because people go in there and add on a, a section to the house or to whatever unit and they they did it on their own. And they also damage the structural integrity of that house. And exactly.
1: You and you don't know. And that is so true. I mean, honestly, like I said, commercial is something we do want to talk about, which I tell most of my guests anyway, that we definitely going to have to have you to come back because we can't cover everything. But we <laughs> definitely, that is definitely some more that we can talk on. So we do want you to come back and you will be coming back sometime where you can kind of discuss a little bit more with that with us. But in the meantime, we do want to thank you for coming uh, to to talk to us today and giving us some insights. And we want to welcome you to come back with us as well, like I said. And so if it's any kind of questions that you all have, we want to, like I said, let's thank you first for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. I appreciate okay. it. And so if it's any uh, questions that the listeners have or anything like that, you know, you can email us at podcast, net, and we'll make sure that we get those questions over to Miss Desiree, and she's welcome to you, like I say, to kind of answer some questions to kind of guide you guys as well. But in the meantime, we want to thank you all for coming to our show today. We ask that you guys take care. Until next time, we'll see you later.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of TDJ Equity Funding Insiders Podcast. If you'd like to be a guest or get in touch with us, please visit our website at tdjequityllc.net forward slash podcast or email us at podcast at
1: Insiders.net. Until next time, take care.